This is the Balkan Adventures podcast. Everyday life and experiences in the Western Balkans. Hi, it's me, David. I'm an Englishman in the Balkans, and this is the Balkan Adventures podcast. In this edition, I'm talking to a DJ from Banja Luka, a club DJ, a young man who 15 years ago had a dream. And today, he lives his dream. Many young people in the Balkans say they haven't got a future, they can't travel, they can't reach their full potential. Everything is stacked against them. Maybe in some cases that is true. But for Mladen Tomic from Banja Luka in northern Bosnia-Herzegovina, he decided to take his dream and live it. So here's me in conversation with Mladen Tomic in his studio on the outskirts of Banja Luka. It was, uh, I think it was the, 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 the big love and big passion to the music. I don't know, but uh, when I was young, in my uh, beginning of my high, uh, high school, uh, I spent a lot of time to listening to music, recording music, uh, collecting on the tapes, collecting it from the recording and collecting from the radio stations. And it was, uh, it was uh, dance music of 90s. And uh, I really was in big love to, to that kind of music at that time. And uh, when I started to go out, well, yeah, it was in my high school, when I started to go out and visit in the clubs and discotheques, I spent a, lo- spent a lot of time watching the other DJs or guys who played the music. Uh, there was not uh, a lot of turntables or professional equip- equipment. Uh, in, in, in that time uh, there was uh, tapes and the guys played the music from the tapes and my beginning also was play the music first from the tape and then from the CD. So uh, I think it was really, really big love and I don't know, something attracted me in, in that dance music and uh, gave me a lot of energy to, to focus on that, uh, trying to... to get more and more music uh, to have it for for the list and and everything i think i think it's a good answer i'm not sure (laughs) back then i mean the country had just come out of war it was in a bit of a chaotic state and the last thing on anybody's mind was you know electronic music so it must have been quite a hard task to get the music that you wanted to play i mean there weren't too many djs in the area creating that sort of music well definitely we were pioneers in in this kind of music in in our in our city i think uh, first in our city and uh, then uh, in the whole country but uh, i don't know it was huge passion and we we started i remember when we started to buy the records we didn't have a lot of money blah blah, blah but we found a way to make money uh, to organize a party, to present that kind of music, the people in, in in that time, it was late 90s, yeah, late 90s, beginning beginning of 2000s, and uh, somehow we started to make money and started to buy equipment, turntables, mixers, and records. At the end, it was very hard to buy records in this time. Live in Banja Luka or Bosnia and buy the records, it was nightmare. I can I can I can say that because we we used to travel and drive to Zagreb or Novi Sad or Belgrade to buy two records. I remember that I remember that time when Sinisha, my friend, and me. We got uh, 
call from the guy from the shop in Novi Sad and he told us oh guys uh, two records uh, you ordered arrived uh, we immediately go to the car or bus or I can't remember go to the Novi Sad because we had a party in that night we played in Sokolski just to have that that two records to play and yeah uh, we didn't have a lot of uh, people involved uh, in electronic music but uh, we had a couple of hundred people three four five hundred who started to follow us and our music and everything so I think it was it was a good good start but it was not easy I remember seeing you many many years ago um, at, 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 at club nights when I was a lot younger than I am now <laughs> me too <laughs> and, and thinking back then I I couldn't really understand how um, a, a musical culture that I'd, I'd arrived here in Bosnia-Herzegovina to realize it was what I think they called it turbo folk at the time. And going to clubs where there was this very westernized, very disciplined, um, creative mixing of music by DJs that were spending so much effort and so much concentration. And I remember, remember thinking, how can this ever take off? You used to stand there, as you say, and watch these DJs. Did you ever think that it would take off in the region? Well, I'm not sure did I, did I clear, clearly understood you. Uh, did, I, did, I, did I think... Uh, that, that this music would actually take root and start to grow in yeah, the region? Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. I, I, I believe in that. I did believe in that because... Uh, uh, as you said, uh, except of me and my friends in Shad, there, there were in that time uh, a couple of other guys in Banja who also did a good, good, uh, good job. Uh, brought some DJs here to play to to show the people uh, what is this and uh, some DJ skills and new music and uh, yeah, and uh, all of us, I think we 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 did uh, believe in that music and everything so uh, now after 15 or more years after that I think uh, uh, I can say that I was I was right I was on 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 good direction 15 years later yeah 15 years later you are now playing in countries such as Canada Mexico uh, you're flying around the world um, having what some people would say an absolute jet set lifestyle. Um, how how hard has it been for you this last 15 years to get where you are today with your music being played on BBC Radio 1 across the whole of the United Kingdom, across Europe? It's been, it, has it been an easy journey for you? Well, uh, yes, as you said, I play now or the Europe, uh, America, North America, Central, South America. I never visited Asia yet, but uh, I have some options for India, for Japan, so we'll see. And I'm very happy because of that. But that uh, it was definitely not easy. When I go back, uh, we started now to, to, to speak about uh, beginning, about beginning, yes. It was not easy. It was in the beginning. It was only focused to the promote promo, uh, promotion of uh, this kind of music here in Banja Luka. This was our our my beginning. 
uh, and it was not easy definitely because uh, we had to uh, organize party pay everything uh, pay uh, DJs international international DJs to come here and it was very stressly and uh, we had to work a lot on it and then when we yeah got some recognizing uh, from the people and then we got the support from the people who listen listen electronic music we started to get some uh, uh, requests from other cities first in bosnia and then some uh, other requests from neighbor countries serbia croatia slovenia blah blah it was also very hard to to go there in the beginning because uh, i need a visa and uh, if i want to go to play in slovenia it was uh, very very heavy and very painful process to get a visa to travel there and some pro promoters from uh, slovenia in the beginning or some other countries where i need a visa to travel was uh, uh, gave up sometimes when uh, i say the promoters that i need a visa and he need to send me some uh, guarantee letter invitation letter blah 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 a lot of papers and they just gave up so in the in in just in the in the beginning that was a big problem because i uh, couldn't travel normally as all normal people can travel in, in europe in the, in the world so that was one of the big problems and then after but i don't know somehow we i solved it always uh, spent a lot of time uh, work on that and uh, and uh, i think it was a very very uh, important thing in, in this uh, way to success that energy and passion and uh, uh, yeah energy and passion and love for the music and then after that after that first steps uh, i started to produce because uh, i realized that uh, the only only thing to get more international uh, recognition let yeah, let's say like recognition something like this it's to produce my own music and i started to produce my own music started to buy some equipment blah 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 and 2009 it was uh, my first big track released on definitive recordings label of uh, legendary jona kuviva well, I started to release 2006, but uh, my first tracks was not so successful. It was okay, released on vinyls and everything. It was a huge success. But my first big hit, I can say, yeah, big hit was in 2009, when uh, a lot of uh, big names played that track, uh, Before Sunset was the name, is the name. And then I started to get some serious requests from uh, for the bigger festivals, bigger clubs all around the world. But it now it, it sounds uh, like very I don't know very simple, but wasn't very simple. I spent hours and hours in the studio working on the music, on my sound, and everything and then sent demos to the other guys, to big labels who some sometimes never listen to that demo because they are receiving hundreds daily. But now I'm here where I am, I'm very happy and... Yeah, but I, I'm not... 
I'm not sorry because of everything that I've done last 15 years. We're sat in your studio um, on the outskirts of, of Banyuluka. It's small, it's compact, and you can see it's a, an environment where you can get very creative. In the creative process, there's always time when you pause and you reflect. Do you ever think sometimes when you're sat in this room making this music that you now know is going to be accepted do you ever think about wow i'm a i'm just a boy from banya lucran look what i've achieved well uh i'm not sure that i think on, on on that way actually i live my dream i'm living my dream i can say that because uh i uh, live from this uh, job I do only that. I'm focused. I'm focusing only on the music and producing music, uh, on my sets, on my gigs all around. And uh, for me, it's a huge success that I can live of this, of this, uh, of this work. But I think I'm 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 the very normal guy from Banja I have friends here. I live here, and uh, I'm. Uh, I'm I'm on the ground I can, I can say so <laughs> I don't know uh, what other people say but uh, I think I'm very just a regular normal guy. We were having coffee before we started this interview yeah. and you said no matter where you are in the world and you've seen other cultures and you've seen the way other people live you still really like coming home. Yeah that's the of course because uh, I have family I have a, I have a wife I have a kid uh, I have a lot of friends here, my very close friends and uh, family. And it's always nice to be back because of those people for me. So the other thing is uh, uh, that uh, always uh, pretty negative political and economic situation in the city and in the country or in the whole region I can say uh, it's always uh, uh, I always have some feeling somewhere in the head why why it has to be like this why it's not like in the other normal countries in the Europe or in the world where I travel and where, where I uh, also meet a lot of people present my music present me and where I uh, can uh, learn a lot I think I learned a lot from all this traveling abroad. I meet so many young people uh, in, in the country, but particular in Banyuluka, and I say, go for your dream, and they say, they say to me, David, don't be silly, it's impossible to get my dream. But, Mladen, you said when we started this that you live your dream. So... How is it that you can live your dream when so many people say, I can't live my dream? Well, it's 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 beautiful feeling. It's amazing because uh, I can work what I like. I can be focused uh, on that, what I like and uh, what I uh, did last more than 15 years. So this is very important to, to, to I don't know, to have an opportunity to live on, on, on this way so work what you live make money from what you from what you what you like and from what you enjoy this is very very important so but as I said it was it was it was not easy Some, sometimes it's not easy now 
I have a lot of problems, a lot of uh, uh, situations where I have to be very strong, think strong, uh, making decisions. Uh, uh, I don't know, but uh, it's just part of the game. Also for also traveling, it's not always easy, uh, especially from Banyaluka, where we have small airport with uh, very pure. Uh, connection to Belgrade and not every day so I have always to travel to neighbor countries to, to travel for example blah 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 but I still enjoy and I think I will enjoy in the future definitely the future great word yeah what is the future from Latin Tomic well the future for me it's uh, when we talk about uh, work it's to continue work, this job, which I really like and really enjoy in it, uh, to continue to work it, I don't know, until I'm old and I cannot do it anymore, <laughs> for example, next 15 years, for example, why not? And uh, yeah, to be involved in music somehow, like a DJ or producer or something like this, to... Uh, visit more countries in the world to play and uh, uh, to play on the on the bigger on the big and the biggest festivals in the world and uh, the biggest clubs where I uh, still didn't play something like this and I don't know make more more music released on the, release on uh, bigger labels and I, I really have uh, that uh, long term the long term plan we talked about so it's very important I think for every business for every 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 job and finally when you play whether it's here in Banyaluka or elsewhere in Bosnia Herzegovina Croatia Serbia Montenegro in those crowds there might be one or two young people looking at you wanting to be you in the future I asked you earlier, before we started the interview, what it's been like meeting any of your heroes when you were that young person in the crowd. What did it feel like the first time you actually got close to your heroes? Well, uh, first I will say that I, I don't feel like some superstar. Well, I, I don't know what other people think, but uh, I really feel like normal and uh, guy uh, who will always uh, talk with everybody and uh, try to help everybody when I can of course and uh, uh, my heroes I well I really don't have a really some kind of idols of heroes I have uh, people DJs or producers big names who I respect more than others, let's say, like, like this. For example, Richie Houghton or Dubfire or I don't know. I had a chance to to meet uh, Dubfire personally a couple of times because we are in contact on Skype uh, regularly on, on, I don't know, weekly base or something like this. I always send him my music. We, for the first time we met in Miami two or three years ago, I'm not sure, when I played on his uh, SciTech showcase in Miami Winter Music Conference. 
and we we had uh, dinner together and spent two three hours together. We talked about everything, blah blah blah. It was very nice experience to meet that uh, big star. He's he's a star. We can say that he's a star, big star, world star. And also we met on the exit festival two years ago. Also spent some time dinner and. Uh, yes, also I met Richie Houghton, but it was just for the short, but it was also very nice. So I met a lot of other big names, big guys. I met uh, Carl Cox, uh, I don't know, Popov. Uh, it, it's, well, pretty hard. Yeah, I played and met Sven Vett also. But uh, uh, I just uh, focused on that couple of names, which are in my music style and my some of my favorites. What is the biggest festival that you really would like to play at? If I was to say, hey, here's the money, here's the plane ticket, here's the invite, to go anywhere, where would it be? Well, let's say Time Warp. Time Warp is, for me, very, very big, very nice, with amazing lineup every year in Germany or other, other, other countries. But let's say Time Warp or, uh, or some festivals in, uh, in Argentina, in Brazil. But okay, yeah, there are a lot of festivals where I w- would like to play, but let's say Time Warp. Mladen, thank you so much for giving me the time today. I know you're very, very, very busy. Thanks a lot, and just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, thank you for, for, for your time, for inviting me to speak with you. I really respect that, and uh, yeah, see you next time. To find out more about us and where we live, why not check out our blog at anenglishmaninthebalkans.com. See you next time.